What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Shadi the Beam, and today we're at the Gravity Podcast. Um, do you believe in gravity? Because I do. And today we were with the talented Aisha. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm Isha. I'm a 20-year-old singer-songwriter from New Jersey. And yeah, this is, I love, <laughs> I love music. I love writing. And I just released this song, Far Away. Um, I do a lot of stuff on TikTok. So um, that's how a lot of people know me. And I have a song coming out in like three weeks. So I guess that's like the gist of what I'm doing right now. Yeah, far away. That shit is fire as hell. That shit was. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you so hit, much. Bro. Yeah, no, I was listening. I was listening to some of the the music and that. Yeah, I like um, like dying is beautiful or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Thank that you. That one was unique. Uh, where did that like inspiration to like for the writing at least like who hurt you, bro? Like I. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> um, I actually wrote that after I read Call Me By Your Name. like Oh, crazy. So, yeah, yeah, so that's kind of what it was based off of. And I don't know, like at the time, I had not really released any music officially. And I had a TikTok, like a base at that point. So I was like, okay, let me put something out there so um, people have something to listen to and they're not constantly like, you should release music. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just wrote that. That one was such a whirlwind because I wrote that, recorded it, and like released it basically in the same day, just like very impulsively. And out of the blue, it just like really blew up on Instagram, surprisingly. So that's where I got a lot of streams and a lot of people kind of just heard of who I am. So it's taken on a whole new meaning. Obviously, I love that song with the fact that it resonates with so many people, just like an acoustic raw song means a lot to me yeah no it was that shit was tight like that whole ep was that like quickly made or was that something that you took time on well the dying is a beautiful thing to do was definitely more spontaneous hmm. and once that got a lot of traction people were like i need to hear more music hmm. because at the time that was the only song on my spotify so i had i think two of those songs already written um, happy ending I wrote because I felt like there needed to be some interval in the story that wasn't there. So recording it was kind of the same process as Dying is a Beautiful Thing to Do because my production skills are very much like um, necessity is the mother of invention because I just did a lot of YouTube tutorials and I have Logic Pro. So because it was acoustic and raw, I could handle it and I could do it. But it was definitely more a response to the overwhelming support for Dying is a Beautiful Thing to Do. And it was really fun to do it during quarantine in my bedroom, just by myself. Yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. Um, so do you produce yourself then? Um, yeah, if it's more acoustic singer-songwriter type thing, I usually do it and I have a sense of what harmonies will sound good. But if it's something a little more produced, like Far Away, I got done by my friend Brandon Meager in Nashville, who's like such a great producer, a great person to work with. So I'll outsource for songs like that. Yeah, no, that song was really nice. That song was really good. Um, so how long have you been doing music? Like how long has this been like a thing going on? I've been doing music as like a musician, I would say since I was 
four because my mom she taught Indian classical music so um, she would teach all the neighborhood kids and I was kind of like forced to go so I always had an affinity for singing like I loved um, just you know voice in general but I obviously listened to the radio I liked the songs um, in America and once I realized that I could actually write my own music I would say the artistry kind of became when I was like 12 or 13 and did original music, started putting it out there. Mm. Uh, I'm telling you right now, bro, you need to get on that like Indian classical wave. You need to make that like <laughs> American modern. That should be tight. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of friends that um, are kind of on the same path. Like they started with Indian classical music and then they're just doing the more pop music now. Yeah, that's sick though. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that'd be because I wanted to talk to you that about, about that as well. Like the, I don't know, just like the South Asian representation in the music industry. Like I've been seeing a lot more and that shit makes me really happy. It's exciting to see, you know. So yeah, no, that's, yeah. I think that's, that's that could be something you could do in the future though. That'd be pretty cool. For sure. Mm. So, um... I know you, yeah, I, I would say like with your writing style, I think that you definitely try to hit like a, a, a certain type of string and just trying to make people feel. So is that like what you what you think the purpose of your music is, is to make people feel some type of way or? Yeah, I like, I listen to all different types of music, but I feel like the music I love the most and I keep on listening to are the ones that always like strike a nerve. And I always say I love, kind of happy and sad songs. So that's just typically what I tend to do because that's what I like consume. But I think, I don't know. I love songs that you can just like make a movie in your head for. So that's kind of what I strive to do. I try to be intentional and craft each song. I think you can tell when there's a throwaway song from an artist like they're just kind of like okay like we just put it there like mm. it's which is fine like it serves its own purpose but personally i like to build a story or you know make people feel some type of way yeah no that's that's cool yeah no that's important i feel i think like the idea of just like aesthetics and uh not aesthetics are important but i would say that like creating like a world with your music is kind of not happening anymore yeah, I would say it, I like I definitely see it happening and you can tell the you can like predict the longevity of people based on that. So I would say people like um, Billie Eilish, like you can totally mm -hmm. tell she creates like a world with her music, even though we kind of have different styles of songwriting, um, like artists that do that, you can tell that they're going to last a very long time because people are drawn to that. Mm. Did you listen to the Olivia Rodrigo album? I literally listened to it this morning. I went on vlog and like listened to one. I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised because I knew she could write a song. But then some of the songs I was like, damn, like I kind of wish I wrote this. And um, I don't know. I just think she has such emotional intelligence for her age, which is pretty commendable. And the fact that she came from like Disney and is still in that bubble, but you can tell that like once she breaks out, she's just gonna like fucking fly. It's incredible. Yeah, I, she really captures that like teen angst, I would yeah. say. <laughs> no, and I feel like, you know, I wish I was 15 years old right now. Like they're so lucky to have that and um, gives me faith in like the new generation. Yeah, 
That's tight. You know, I completely agree. I'm very interested to see because I'm not gonna lie. When I heard like uh, driver's license, I thought she was like overrated, and so I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And then I'm not gonna lie. When Good for You dropped, that like like that shit was like actually hit me. I was like, whoa, yeah. that's actually crazy. <laughs> I've been singing it. No, it's literally like kind of the same thing for me. Where like I said, like there's always gonna be that wave of like that TikTok song that gets hype, and then Good for You came, and I was just singing it all the time like every single day i was just seeing the pressure on the house my sister's like isha like shut up but <laughs> it's so catchy what do you on that topic what do you think makes like a catchy song Ooh, uh, well i definitely think that i'm a melody driven person although i probably take the longest on lyrics if the melody is not good i just don't have any motivation to finish the song because it's just like it's not gonna hit it's not gonna stick with anyone so I think her melodies are really good. She has a good sense of like, da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't know, it's just like really yeah. up. And um, I think she does a really good job also of, even though I'm using her as like a case study because she's kind <laughs> of a woman right now, but um, something that is universal yet personal and like unique so with every single song of hers on the EP, what's interesting is that they're almost like, they're all about the same relationship, I would say, but it's like every single facet of a breakup, like every single stage. And it doesn't matter like where you are in the breakup, like there's a song that you can relate to on there. And like so specific to just that feeling, which I love to do like with Far Away, that was something I was trying to do was capture this uber specific feeling that I've not heard before. So I think that's what makes a song sticky is where it's like, it explains something you couldn't put into words and um, the melody is just really good. Mm. Does melody, is it something that just comes to you or is it something that you kind of like, that you like plan out or is that something you just kind of like, I don't know. It's a mix of both. I feel like when people try too hard to um, like theorize everything or, um, ah, like what is the mode like blah 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 <laughs> um, there's a merit to that but at the same time so much of it is intuitive and what feel you'll know what feels good like when you can't stop singing the melody like in your head um, that's when you're like okay this is something to latch on to but I also think I try hard to differentiate like rhythmically even with like the verses in the chorus are like, okay, range wise, the verses are kind of low here. So I'm going to try to make the chorus a little bit higher. Um, I think who said it, I don't necessarily take it this new account every single time I write, but I think it's a good guideline of the lowest or the highest note should always be in the chorus. Like something that draws you back into the chorus. There's so many rules like that, that you could follow, but at the end of the day, um, it's really just whatever sticks with you. So yeah, no, actually that's good advice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna note that. That's that's good. Mm -hmm. But um, do you think like um, hmm. oh oh, I was gonna ask. Do you do you like listen to your own music? Can is that something you can? Can you like listen to your own music, or is that something you just like cringe at? I don't know. Sometimes. Oh, I totally understand that. It's funny because. I love listening to my unreleased songs. Like before they're out there, um, I listen to them all the time. As soon as it's out there, it's something about like, oh my God, this is so 
<laughs> this is such a like bad metaphor. Um, it's kind of like inappropriate to say, but like, you know, post net clarity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> it's literally like that where it's like, Oh, true. Anticipation yeah. and like the hype going up to it. And you're just like, oh my God, yes, 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 yes. Like this song is amazing. I love it. And then it's released and you're like, ah, you're ugly. It's hot in here. Like get out. Like, I just don't want to, you know, <laughs> that's exactly what it's like where it's, and then like a few months later, I'll listen to it and I'm like, oh, this is like, ah, this hits. Like I like, I like it a lot, but it's, it's literally like that. I can't think of a more apt metaphor. That's why I compare it to that, but that's what it feels like. No, honestly, I think I feel that too, but it's like, <laughs> as well, it like, you know, well, cause you're, you're, you're independent with your music, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a lot of like preparation. It's like, yeah, like you were saying, you have three, you finished that song, I assume, but it's, three weeks of you just promoting and like yeah. doing all that. So it's not fun, but uh, like, yeah, once you get that out, then you're like, what's the next thing? Like, it's yeah. like, you're, you're done with it. So I definitely feel that. And that's a, that's a funny ass metaphor though. That's, that's, <laughs> I th that's pretty accurate. I think too, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, So what are, what are some of your, uh, some of your goals with music? Do you like plan on staying independent or is that a label maybe one day? Or what are you thinking with that? Yeah, I think when you're really young, your goal is, oh, I'm going to sign to like a label first thing and just really take off. And then you start doing it independently and you start seeing, first of all, kind of the power that independent artists have right now is insane, especially with TikTok and social media in general. So a lot of times labels will come to me, but then I'm also just like, okay but like what is the point like what do I get from this that I just can't do by myself so you get a little <laughs> you get a little protective of your stuff at that point but I definitely do see myself signing with a label that makes sense in the future um I'm trying to stay independent as long as I can obviously for leverage and also I love having creative control over everything and talking with the fans directly so we'll see hmm any other any other goals you're thinking like any any like maybe dream collapse or anything that oh yeah for sure well obviously i want to take it like as far as i can go so the whole grammys stadium tours that whole thing um and dream collaborations i definitely i have literally have a list of people and um yeah i don't know i just have a lot of inspirations that i would love to meet and just pick their brain apart and work True. with true mm -hmm. that's yeah no, i know i agree with that a lot mm -hmm. like um so do you do you think that listening to other people's music is like dangerous though because that could also influence your music and it could like you know fuck up your style so it's like what do you what do you think about finding inspiration when it comes to music i honestly encourage listening to other artists music and that's the thing with listening to my own music too is my biggest um i don't want to say fear but I, my biggest pet peeve is artists who have songs that sound all the same, like every single song, they same beat, same melody, same. So I make a conscious effort to make my song sound different. And um, I think having your own style is very much just a construct. Honestly, like you are who you are. I feel if I write my songs and a lot of my songs I write alone, the style will consciously, like subconsciously like go in there, you know, just based on who I am and what I like to write. Um, but I try to listen to different people so that I stay creative and I don't get like stuck in this 
rut of this is who I like nobody blah blah blah, blah. like influences are good like you change as a person so it makes sense you would change as an artist too mm. I don't know I think with music though I think it's like I look at music as more like a technical thing I definitely can enjoy music but it's like you look at it and you hear like harmonies and like how the chord changes and the progression and like the, yeah. the, the drums and I'm like yo this shit going crazy yeah but as well though it's like sometimes it's like your music just really hits that that soft spot it's like the sound just sounds like someone I don't know it just can sound really good and so you can enjoy it but as well I think like finding inspiration from other things like um like say like like you were reading call me by your name like it's like you you read that and you're like now I want to write make a song you made like your most popular song off that so it's like I I think uh like finding inspiration from other things is also like important though because if you do all yeah. music then you'll just copy almost yeah mm -hmm. I so think that you're totally I totally agree and um yeah inspiration comes from everywhere and don't limit yourselves like <laughs> mm -hmm. um do you think it's important to like do you like press yourself to make like a song every day or do you kind of just like let it let it happen like whenever something comes to you you kind of just work on it it's honestly a mix i would say i think um i definitely used to when i was starting out just whenever i'm inspired like whenever the you know the bug hits me which is so unreliable and also i don't know like but then also i took a gap year in nashville where i would literally in the beginning write two, three songs a day. And I definitely got burnt out and I wasn't even liking anything I was writing. So it's a matter of finding out what works for you. Me personally, I consider myself a songwriter and part of being a songwriter is writing songs. <laughs> like, it's like saying that you're a carpenter, but you're like, oh, whenever I feel like it, like, no, you're yeah. not a carpenter, that's a hobby, you know? So there has to be a sense of discipline, but at the same time, um, just understanding you don't have to write a good song every day. You just have to have the drive and the discipline. And if you call yourself something, then like put the action behind it. Truth. These are, these are facts, people. Take notes, take notes. <laughs> um, all right, these are just kind of like some random questions. I kind of want to hear more about your musical taste, I guess. Um, if you could only listen to one album the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Ooh, uh, this is a great question. I would say either Continuum by John Mayer or Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Mm. Um, okay, let's say Continuum because Golden Hour, um, she's divorcing her husband. So I feel like that whole album is, I don't know if you've heard the album. Have you heard it? Uh-uh. Okay, that's an album you have to hear. It's just so, so What is it good. called? Golden Hour. Okay. It won album of the year at the Grammys in like 2018 or so. Um, but she's like a huge influence in the way that I try to make my song sound I think mm -hmm. um but Continuum just a bunch of stellar songs I would say he's like a master of his craft and whenever I write a song I'm like I want to write a song that could be on that album like that's just the standard of like what I consider such a good song and then Golden Hour is one of those things where it like takes you into this world and is so unique that yeah, I still to this day have not really heard an album like that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What do you What do you think about like the John Mayer hate? I remember there was like a really hard like hate train for John Mayer, but now people are messing with him again. I don't know. I was. Just, I don't know. I, 
<laughs> we'll never okay here's the thing is like there are different reasons why people hate him mm. some are valid like i think he's done stupid things in the past mm. um other things if i post a screenshot of a song and 17 different people send me a screenshot of dear john like yes i've heard the song um you don't need to tell me again and also first of all it's a te- it was relationship from 10 years ago that you were not a part of you don't know what happened and i promise you taylor swift is doing fine like she's be- she doesn't give a shit i don't like it's so <laughs> that's what frustrates me when it's like people try to derail it into like a relationship and they're both more than just a two-month relationship so I don't I feel like just that's just so immature it makes me angry for him because I'm like oh my god you haven't even heard any of his songs and I'm just such a stan of his that I will like he could run me over and I'd be like yes like John going so (laughs) I feel like I'm biased but I've always loved him um a lot of the hate I just feel like is because he's a weird dude, but I kind of, I vibe with it, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at guitar too. That man is insane with it. He is one of those artists that you're just like, oh my God, you're, because if you're an artist, there are also the people that are just like popular and mm. like not necessarily like technically proficient, which is right. fine. It's art, it's subjective. He's somebody who's like both, where mm. it's like, you're so like so good musician wise but also artist wise you have so much to say so he's like a mix which is why i love him Mm. so like on this kind of topic uh what do you think about separating art from the artist Ooh, i've not gotten those questions kind of i think it depends on what they've done honestly like obviously if it's like a federal crime i am like eh, like maybe i won't so thankfully, the people that I love have not. Oh, uh, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say like Michael, like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson. Jackson. Okay, so it's just so complicated because I think being a child star in general is not a good way to go. Like I just feel so bad for every single child star because it's like that is you're just bound to end up crazy some type of mental illness some type of like identity crisis it's like bound to happen um I I'm thinking of like with newer musicians like I'm a big Lana Del Rey fan <laughs> I was like I was on the train when she was like um just starting off mm. I think I do think to be fair a lot of people just hate on her for fun like just take things out of context um other times I'm like girl what are you doing like it's so hard it's so hard to try and defend you every single time so it's just a matter of I don't idolize anyone I think that's a big thing because the problem is people idolize these human beings and then they do something totally out out of their idea of what their character is and then they feel devastated so even with John Mayer like I'm a big fan of his music I don't consider him like a god. Like, I wouldn't be like, the man is like devoid of any flaws at all. And even with anyone, there's so many celebrities and fandoms where I'm like, you don't know them. Like, you know their music, but you don't know who they are. So, yeah, I would just say don't idolize anyone. Like, anyone. Mm, That's, yeah, no, that's actually really, that's a good way to think about it. Because, yeah, people are just weird on the internet sometimes. Yeah, they'll just go by total extreme any single time they hype up someone to like such a 
unachievable standard, I get scared because I know that it's going to happen where something is going to like push them off the ledge and it's going to go all haywire. Yeah, that's what, that's what I feel about Billy, I think. I think Billy's on that, like, I think some people are just a little too, like, on that Billy train. It's like, yo, you got to chill out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of those kind of, like, random questions, but what do you think is the most underrated album of all time? Ooh, uh, underrated album. Ah, let me think, because I have... Oh, damn. I don't know. I feel like a lot of albums that I like are pretty like critically acclaimed. I'm I'm still thinking about it. Let me think about it and then if Okay, I can... yeah, we can get back to it. Yeah. Um so I was just thinking about like cuz I mean with uh the what was that one song the that wasn't as or that was more produced than the other one? I forgot what it was called. Probably. Is you, your yeah, far away. Yeah, far away. Yeah. That song, um, did you like tell your producer how you wanted it to be, or like how was that like process of creating something like that mm-hmm. with like long distance as well? It's like you know not there right in front of you. Yeah. Um, well, I always tell my producers like beforehand. I'm like, I'm going to be an asshole for like a week, just a week. I'll be a complete asshole, but it'll be worth it. Like you know, because I, finally like. Thankfully, that one I actually got done before COVID hit. Um, I think we finished it up virtually because there was some like loose ends that needed to be tied together, but I prefer to be there. I also, when I'm writing it or when I'm playing it, I have a pretty good idea of what I want it to sound like. So I sent him honestly, like a five page doc of just like different, um, because when I'm listening to music, if I hear a cool sound or I hear like a cool guitar tone or if I like this type of thing, um, I'll, you know, write it down and I'll, I think production is such an underrated part of the process because it either makes or breaks a song and it like brings your vision to life. So I have to thank Brandon for just being really patient and really um, responsive to everything I had to say. But I don't know. I love the production part of it. I love being there. I love having the vision of my head and kind of seeing it happen before me. Mm, yeah, especially nowadays, I think production is very. I think it's finally getting its like its its um its credit that it deserves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I don't know, you see people like Metro Boomin and stuff that are like getting a lot of like clout and stuff just for being a producer. Before it's like you don't even know who who's producing those songs. And so. people don't like realize well actually some producers honestly get songwriting credits if they because there are some parts of the song that just would not be the same if not like the producer it's a two-way street of you have to understand part of the production to even communicate and then they also have to understand how singing works where they're like i can hear this like ad lib right there so put it there like i can hear this harmony that'll sound really good you don't think it'll sound good but just try it and it'll look you know work out True. Yeah, no. And I think I think that's so important uh, as well, like just be just being with other people that have different ideas, because it's like if you have same people around you like that, like, yes, men that are just like, oh, yeah, do it because you're you're the you're the best. Mm-hmm. We don't need that around here. We need we need that that, that real shit. Criticize me. Beat yeah, me to ex- the <laughs> Exactly, though. Like, And I think that, like real people are like like the real friends are the real. Yeah, like they, they'll they'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm.
Mm. So, like, yeah, so you had, like, you were saying five pages of documents. So how much music do you, like, listen to? That's a, that's a lot of listen, music, I would probably say. If you're yeah, I honestly, um, it's also dependent on the music that I'm listening to in, like, at the time. Mm. Um, or depending, like I said, like, depending on each song, you kind of get the vibe of what you like. So Far Away was a lot more kind of, like, funky pop or like mm -hmm. I was listening to a lot of songs with like really cool bass lines or songs that were more summer vibes um a lot of SZA a lot of uh what else I have a whole playlist of songs that um you know just kind of spoke to me in that realm but yeah and different sound effects also like that kind of go with the lyrics where I'm like that would be such a fun thing I think there's an alarm clock sound in this song somewhere like when it says like staying up all night and then it has this alarm i think i would be the only like you'd have to listen really carefully to like hear that but that's something that i am really particular about where i'm like ooh, like i want that there just for my own sake to know that that was like an idea that i had that was put on there and i think those like little blemishes like as a producer or anybody that's listening to it they'll be like ooh, that was nice like that yeah. that will get them excited so that's good that's that's definitely cool aspect of your music then um well all right i got two more things for you and then uh, i'll let you go but um so in this you know large scape of musical artists we're in a very saturated time what do you think makes your music or your art special so i would say that the great thing about dying is a beautiful thing to do doing so well was that it gave me a lot of confidence that just being authentic to what I like and what I felt like writing could still hit a lot of people because there's so many people in the world that there has to be like one other person that likes what you're doing and for me one person is like the world so even if like one person listens to it and really likes it I'm like, my job is done. Like my job of communicating and like making a song that people like is done. Now it's just a matter of like what fulfills me, what makes me um, happy, what can I be proud of putting out there? And also I think, first of all, the fact that I'm like, I pride myself on being a songwriter, um, that kind of separates because like I understand just how I want my songs to sound. And it's not like, some top 40 producer being like this is what we'll sell like just do it and i'm like okay i guess it's more like no nah, like i think i know what i want and um there's that i think i'm i like writing like i'm an english major so lyrics wise i have a lot of confidence in myself and i like you know i like to think that i put a lot of intention and thought into that which makes it different and also um, like I said, like I just listen to a lot of different music and I try to make my songs sound different. So longevity wise, I don't fear that it's like, oh, this will go out of trend. You know, I just make songs that I think are good and will last a long time or, you know, hit someone in the feels, like you said, even yeah. if it's like 10 years from now. So that's, mm. that's kind of the goal. That's cool. Yeah, no. And I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed as well, though, it's like, people in like the 70s were making music and i'm sure they had no intention of these kids in like 2020 like or yeah. 2021 listening to this music so because it's just, there's just so much accessibility now especially yeah. with tiktok like 
or what is that song that like Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls? Like I love that song. And then people, um, I was so happy when I was like trending on TikTok. And then there were those kids that were like, oh, I was the only one that knew this song. Like, I can't believe that all the locals are here. And I'm like, girl, it has like 180 million plays on Spotify. Like, I promise you, you are not the discoverer of the Goo Goo Dolls. So I don't know. I'm happy when that happens. Definitely. Uh, and anything else you want to, you know, tell the people before we wrap this up? like you know promoting or anything Ooh, um i think promotion wise i i'm coming out with a song in three weeks um it was like the first song that kind of blew up on tiktok for me so it has a lot of hold on my heart <laughs> and thank you for listening thank you for supporting independent artists it means a lot and i don't think people realize how much power they have over not only someone's career but just the like the entire industry so um don't downplay your power as like a listener and like listen to what you like um stay creative keep growing and yeah <laughs> thanks yeah thank you